Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Welcome, Glamgelinos. We hope you stay a while. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, now that you're doing it, I'm going to do mine. Well, do you see what I'm using? It's this It's a really cute strawberry milk lip. I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with you because... Is it? Is it? No, it's just a pink... It's a pink lip tint that I'm not calling a food because I'm tired of it. Well, guess what? I am using a strawberry <laughs> product that I can't talk about yet. Oh, I know what you're using. Yes, you do. But I can't talk about it yet. But it is strawberry and it very much relates to strawberry girl makeup in a very insidious way, I would say. It's like the person that put strawberry girl makeup on the map. Yep. Babes, when did we want to start looking like strawberry shortcake? Can I can this question be asked? When did we want to start looking like strawberry shortcake? Okay, strawberry shortcake, maybe I could see, but tomatoes? I don't want to look like a tomato. We've spent all this time, years and years, trying to avoid looking as red as a tomato, and now it's tomato Let- girls makeup summer. Okay, let me clarify. When I say strawberry shortcake, I don't mean the food. Yeah, I mean the, the, doll, doll. the doll. With the freckles and the pink cheeks. Like, babes, that's just called, like, summertime fresh. Right. Like, right. let's... Right. Okay, can we talk about this? Okay, this is from The Cut. Thank you, Asia, for writing this. Can we please stop calling our faces food? Amen. A F and men. I can't do it anymore. While I understand wanting the vibe of strawberry girl that's where i that's where i end i draw the line i draw the line because tell me what the fuck tomato girl is what is tomato girl it's the same who is tomato girl like like instantly i was like yeah no it's the same thing as strawberry i think but it would imply that it's much more red in which case like there's a difference between like a, a nice flush versus like a, you know, harsh red cheeks. <laughs> like Isn't that what white. sunscreen girl makeup was? Like oh my, sunburnt yeah. makeup? Wasn't that the makeup of what? This is where TikTok loses me because they're always making up some dumb name for something that already has existed. Right. And which just it just pushes product. Which we spoke to Kendall about in our last episode about the like, the different food names for your nails, which is essentially just a pink nail polish, a regular old French manicure. I get that it's fun. Like, I don't want people to think like, oh, Kirby and Sarah are so boring. Like, they don't like the fun names. No, obviously we're fun. We're very fun. <laughs> but we need to draw the line somewhere. Sarah? I was just having this conversation. Yeah. In the past two days, I've gotten 15 pitches for Strawberry Girl makeup. Yeah, see? Enough is enough. Hailey Bieber. Haley, Haley, you will not see heaven for I think, this. I think she's just messing with us sometimes. <laughs> like, I think she's just like, what can I do to see 
if it'll actually go viral. Literally anything she does. Did will she go viral, do it? So. Did she do it? Did she coin strawberry girl makeup? Was that her? I think it was. Or she was the first one on my feed to pop up talking about it. She had the cute little freckles. She had pink cheeks, a nice little blush, and then a glossy little lip. Because when she posted Strawberry Girl Summer on August 2nd, I don't think people were really talking about it, but I feel like maybe it was being talked about on TikTok, perhaps. I mean, you know better than me, but I honestly think that's when I started getting the pitches. I think that's after she posted, that's when we started getting an influx. And for the people that are the tin foil hat conspiracists on TikTok that are like, Haley Bieber is only getting press because her personal publicist reaches out to to get babes let me just go through i'm sorry what this is from (laughs) yes i know it's insane it's insane what people think is real winky lux is pitching strawberry girl makeup because she posted about it (laughs) there's tomato girls pat mcgrath labs nude sticks i mean literally like very large brands drugstore dupe Haley Bieber strawberry makeup makeup artist avail Peri Para, which is what I was just using. Strawberry Glam is the jam. Strawberry Girl Glam with benefit. Neen. Neen going rouge blush. Achieve glowy strawberry cheeks, lids, and lips with the picture of Hailey Bieber. Milk makeup. Vogue did a whole story on it. Body Marks Freckle Pen. Haley. To get your perfect faux freckles. Haley, I want you to do this. I want you to do, I want you to do rotted teeth girl glam and then i want you to post a photo of you going (laughs) and like have foam coming out of the mouth and i i I will shit you not vogue is gonna cover it and then i'm gonna get pitches from tart kosas and tower 28 on how to achieve rotted teeth makeup glam that Haley bieber started kidding oh my gosh it's too much it's too much it's the it's the it's the influence it's it's i don't i please i don't blame Haley. i don't blame Haley. i'm either. just saying it's wild how she will post one thing and then people absolutely go bonkers and then it it transcends strawberry girl and goes into tomato girl well is that how that happened where is the where did tomato girl start I have no idea. I wish I, I knew. I wish I looked this up before, but tomato girl makeup. Let's see if somebody's said anything about it. it. It looks like it's, okay, first of all, they're using a picture of Hailey Bieber with strawberry girl makeup not as tomato the same girl. thing. Just kidding. It's, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> Says, we're not going to lie to you. This is Cosmo. The number of viral aesthetics we have to keep up with these days is almost a full-time job. From espresso to cottage core, the latest it trend cycle has us switching up our looks on the daily. The newest to hit our screens? TikTok's tasty tomato girl aesthetic, and it's just as juicy as it sounds. It currently Okay, this is wild. It currently has over 122 million views on TikTok, and while many are focusing on effortless floaty dresses, basket bags galore, and heaps of linen, ah, uh, okay. What we're really oh, here for is okay. the makeup it's expi- it's uh, inspired. So it started with like a fashion. But it's like a full aesthetic. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I see mm. that. I see that. When you said when we were making up something for Haley to try, I was going to say cottage cheese core. <laughs> but I think cottage cheese is also having a moment on TikTok. 
Like you cannot get good culture anywhere because it's freaking sold out. And I'm like, why do we <laughs> I, I love care good about- culture. I know, me too. But I'm like, why all of a sudden do we care about cottage cheese again? Again, TikTok. that could that could be a part of rotted teeth core where the foam at the mouth could be oh cottage, my God, cheese. cottage cheese. Haley. Oh my god, this is so disgusting. I know. Haley, do um, it. Halloween. We have it. We have it. I want Haley for I feel like for April Fools. She yeah. Haley could do an incredible Oh. She has the she has the opportunity to do the funniest thing ever if she if she does a prank of like some kind of random random food <laughs> trend. She like just find a random food. Oh, I have a thing on this. Beef jerky. I was talking. <laughs> oh, there you go. Beef jerky makeup. Beef jerky shine. <laughs> Look like your favorite dried piece of meat. <laughs> jerky core. <laughs> and it's just like Western themed. Oh, my. And she'd make it cute. She'd make it cute. And then everyone would be freaking buying Slim Jims. Um, I was talking about this with the beauty team about how this is totally related but unrelated about foundation colors and how a lot of brands are no longer calling them like food. Like, do you remember mm. when I think it was even like NARS. L'Oreal. Yeah, NARS. I think like L'Oreal for the longest time, like I was like um like warm caramel beige or something like that. And like now people have like gone away from it and now they're just calling it like numbers nc47 or or something yeah yes exactly like mac yeah 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 and amanda mitchell was like i don't think people enjoy like being called food and i was thinking about it and i was like i guess that's true but maybe they do (laughs) because everyone's but i guess it's like certain foods i don't know i don't know everyone you're right it's it's like it's too much i'm custard and like yeah. tiramisu or something and NARS. Like, something. do you yeah. want to be custard? No, I actually don't. I don't right? like custard. <laughs> I want to be, I want to be moose. <laughs> but what wanna... kind of moose? Like a chocolate moose? See, now we're getting Hell into yeah. like. yeah. <laughs> I'm down for a chocolate mousse. I, I couldn't wear chocolate mousse, but I would like to eat it. You know what I mean? I love a chocolate mousse. Anyways, here we go. Beef jerky core, 2024. April Fool's prank. Haley, do it. Let's Just do it. Do it. I want her to do the most obscene thing ever and make it a trend and then be like, jokes on y'all because this is insane and I would never advocate for this, period. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my gosh. Do it, Haley. Do it. Do it. Do it. Okay. Wow. We've got a lot to discuss. A lot to discuss. There's been so much news I am shooketh to my core. Yes, I'm bringing it back. There's just... There's no other way to describe it except for being shook to your core. Correct. All right. First order of business. Amaris files for bankruptcy. If you don't know who or what Amaris is, they are the parent company to Biosance, JVN Hair, Pipette, Rose Inc., Stripes, Menno Labs, Olika, and Terrasana. They filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy last week, citing it will exit consumer brands and then start marketing those brands that I just mentioned for sale. Amaris was known for creating synthetic ingredients, and they made a splash when they launched Biosance and had this lab-made, vegan, and... Sustainable. Yeah, exactly. Sustainable squalane. Squalane. Um, and, And to be honest, I... 
the reason why I have not been super into the Squalane game is because of Biosance, because their bio, their Squalane was not very great for me personally. That is my own personal opinion. I know Sarah has varying views on that because she likes a lot of their products. But they said that they are restructuring in hopes to put the focus back on R&D because Amorous entered this world as a biotech company, which I think they really thrive at. And yeah, I mean, they started because the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation was like, hey, can you help us figure out how to make a drug for malaria? And then, you know, they stumbled into creating products for beauty, like the squalene that Kirby was talking about, which, by the way, is in like everything. Everything. Like, because they were the only place that you could buy that ingredient. Like Chanel, um, I think some... I want to say Summer Fridays had like a product that had squalene in it that was from there. Cause when I went to visit the lab, like they displayed like all the products that had their squalene and it was, it was literally every brand. So they were so successful in that. Yep. And I think that's what they're trying to get back to. A lot of people are wondering, was the writing on the wall for this? Because they have these brands that seem to be performing well. They're sold at places like Sephora. What gives? And there were a few things that I think kind of raised eyebrows. Um, in 2021, Amaris was charged by the SEC for, quote, materially overstating its royalty revenues and, quote, accounting, uh, accounting controls violations. Um, Reuters said that when they filed for bankruptcy in Delaware, that their assets were estimated between $500 million and $1 billion, but their liabilities were in the $1 billion to $10 billion range. I mean, $1 to $10 billion uh, is a lot. Like, you might think, like, That's a big range. like, $1 to $10, not that much of a debt. $1 billion to $10 billion, that's, that's a lot of debt. Uh, one thing that I thought that Business of Fashion touched on that I, I think personally really kind of seals the deal here is that they went from being this biotech company to accumulating a large portfolio of celebrity brands you know the jvns the rosie huntington whitley's even tia maori her for you by tia yeah is an amorous brand and then also uh stripes stripes yep naomi watts naomi watts yep uh-huh and then on top of that they've also been a figurehead in the clean beauty movement and i personally think that beauty consumers are becoming more informed even even people that don't even care about beauty are are they're becoming fatigued by these celebrity brands and also the fear-mongering that clean brands often rely on to sell their products so you know in, on glossy reported on July 18th that the brand was facing a liquidity crunch so i think that the writing has kind of been on the wall but i have been in the dms with many experts in this particular space and a lot of them are like just get ready for more of this like this is this is not the beginning yeah it's it's a one-off it's not a one-off rather it's I think that I'm surprised because it's such a large company and you do have these faces like I mean Reese Witherspoon's the ambassador for Biosance and to your point Sarah Biosance uses their Squalane and like you know sells this and licenses out to all these other brands but also they sold (laughs) <laughs> they sold that ingredient earlier this year. And so now they don't have that part of the company anymore. 
I mean, not that not that part of the company, but that specific ingredient that was yeah. extremely popular. Right. That was like how they were making money. So it's a bummer, but I think that the beauty landscape is going to be changing drastically in the next year. I remember when everybody clutched their pearls when Becca shut down and Clarisonic shut down. And I think that was a precursor to what we can expect in the next couple of months. Speaking of shutdowns, Farfetch exited beauty. And Sarah, did you, how did you hear about this? You. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I did not ask you that. message to me. (laughs) I did not ask you that so you would say me, but thank you. That's right. You actually, no. You're like, yep, that's right. Are you familiar with Sophia Panich by chance? The the writer? Yes. I have seen her bylines um, and have read her articles. Correct. Okay. So I think it was either Monday or Tuesday. I am oddly a LinkedIn girl. I I know that that's- Which is good for you. No. Such a weird thing. It's not a weird thing. You should be. I'm so bad at it. I need to be better. LinkedIn is great. It's had a renaissance. I love getting on LinkedIn and sharing stories and things of that nature and engaging with people. But Sophia, I knew through Pop Sugar. She was brought on, I think, to head up the UK version of Pop Sugar and then um, the, the beauty vertical. And then she left in last year, in early 2022, she made the announcement that she was brought on as the head of beauty for Farfetch. Sarah, what is Farfetch for people that may not know? If you are a fashion girly, that is where you are going to purchase designer goods. It's been around forever. And they decided to acquire Violet Gray in 2022. We had Cassandra gray on the podcast shortly after they acquired violet gray correct so you know it seemed exciting obviously like i think a lot of big retailers especially fashion retailers were seeing obviously that everyone wanted to buy beauty products and so everyone was like okay let's build a beauty arm of our companies so we saw like moda operandi has one which Jess Matlin of Fat Mascara is the beauty director there. Revolve, you know, years before this, decided that they would start selling beauty as well. Um, But it's different than just like a Nordstrom selling beauty. Right. To me. No, I agree with you. I think this is interesting. So one of the first stories that came out last, what is it, April of Farfetch getting into beauty is from Business of Fashion. Rachel Strugatz wrote this story, and the headline is, Can Farfetch Compete in Beauty? Apparently it can't. You have your answer, Rachel. It's Ova. I feel like you could have asked a lot of beauty insiders or even, like, Kirby and myself, a lot of beauty editors, and we probably would have said the same thing. No. Why? Because I don't believe... I just don't believe that anyone is going to any of these websites to buy like a designer pair of shoes or a bag and then also stay to purchase a beauty product, unfortunately. Like I just don't think – that's why also I feel like I'm saying like it's not like how Nordstrom sells beauty. Like Nordstrom is a department store that you like physically walk into and like discover a beauty product as you're like walking to purchase like – 
a dress. You know what I mean? And like historically, like the department store has sold different categories forever, right? But I just feel like with websites like a Farfetch or a Mode Operandi, which, and I'm not saying that, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe they are selling beauty well. I, I don't know. That would be surprising to me. I just don't think it's the same customer. So one way I think Revolve does this really well is when you're shopping for something on their app or their website, they will present you with other options that are similar to those clothes and beauty looks that you could incorporate into these clothes, which I think makes complete and utter sense. With a lot of these more prestige, I wouldn't say Revolve is prestige, to be honest. It's yeah, and I think that the customer for Revolve is different from the Farfetch and the Moda. Way younger, yeah, younger, and then also the products that Revolve offers in beauty are a lot more accessible. Agreed. Agreed. And I think for Farfetch, first of all, I remember when we covered this on the podcast, I didn't even know what Farfetch was. I like you had to explain. Right, that I remember to me. that. A, I think that if you're going to bring something into the fold in terms of beauty. So what happened was Farfetch acquired, I believe, Violet Gray, and then they fully launched beauty along with having the Violet Code within their Mm -hmm. operation. And as much as I love Violet Gray, Violet Gray is still a very niche beauty site. It is, it doesn't have a ton of retailers like brick and mortars around the world or around the country. And while entertainment, fashion, and beauty girlies really understand the taste level of Violet Gray and trust Violet Gray based on the Violet Code, I don't think that a majority of people even maybe listening to this podcast do. So if you're going to bring in a brand to kind of make a splash and get more eyeballs on your website as Farfetch, I don't know if that was the right move for them. Mm -hmm. At the same Mm -hmm. time, I think that in general – Farfetch is so niche itself that it maybe doesn't even matter who they brought in. Mm -hmm. They were going to have trouble. And if you read this business of fashion story, I mean, like, they're incorporating, like, the eighth day regenerative serum, which is $325 for a one ounce bottle, along with brands like Augustinus Botter, Barbara Sturm, La Mer, Westman Atelier, Tom Ford, like, like, only truly luxury beauty brands right it says this is the story from april 2022 it says farfetch will overnight become one of the biggest players in luxury beauty online sephora stocks luxury brands like augustinus botter and la mer but still caters to a wider audience with prestige and more recently lower price lines like the ordinary and the inky list pure luxury retailers tend to be smaller like violet gray and a large luxury retailer like netta porte although it offers beauty remains a fashion first destination I think that's the problem. I think that these are seen as fashion first destinations. They don't necessarily, there's not the accessibility or the trust there. Even though I trust Violet Gray implicitly, I I don't think the common beauty consumer or shopper even knows what Farfetch is or Violet Gray. Yeah. Or if you, even if you do, you still probably are honestly going to Sephora and Ulta to buy your beauty products. Exactly. It's like a very specific type of person that's shopping here. And if I've learned anything, the brands that are really killing it right now are the brands that are investing big outside of New York and LA. It's the people that are going hard 
in places like Miami, Dallas, Washington, D.C. to show like we are more accessible. We're, we aren't just trying to cater to this like Instagram or editor crowd. We we want consumers that are not in the industry to actually buy our products. Totally. Yeah. I I just, yeah, I wonder. So what is going to happen to Violet Gray? Do we know? Oh, yes, we do. The good news is for anyone concerned, Violet Gray will continue to operate on its own according to Business of Fashion. So vetted selects and discoveries from the Violet Code will continue on. Okay. And I'm happy about that. Yeah. It would have been devastating. Devastating. If Cassandra made that move and then just the whole thing died. Which happens all the time. All the time. All the time. So glad that it's intact and safe and that we still have a place to shop on Melrose. Thank you everyone for listening this week. We will be back on Friday with another great guest interview. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to support us, be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles Pod on all platforms and join our Facebook group. Plus, find every product we recommend on our website, glossangelespod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts, I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. And I'm Kirby Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started